Hello and welcome to Stories to Fall Asleep To, the second season of Reading with Carrie. This mindfulness podcast incorporates ASMR elements to help reduce your stress, relieve your anxiety, and lull you to sleep. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. Thank you for joining me for another week of stories. I just have a quick house cleaning um, statement to make. I think honesty is so important in something as personal as a podcast. I know some people's podcasts are not at all personal, but this one really focuses on self-love, self-care, and honesty. Honesty with self and with others. I do love this podcast, but I am finding that there's a struggle with all that I do. I am kind of pulling myself a little bit too thin. And I don't say that to complain. Um, I'm not looking for pity or sympathy. But I'm just trying to explain that I'm really looking at everything that I give my attention and my time to, to see where I can sort of clean up, so to speak. There's that idea of, you know, does it bring you joy? And in terms of a house, you might have clutter. And if a book or an old magazine doesn't bring you joy anymore, it's time to get rid of it. And again, I am not saying this podcast is an unused magazine. It does certainly bring me joy. But I am first and foremost, am passionate about acting and expressing my creativity. And there are other avenues and outlets that allow me to do that a bit more than this podcast. The time commitment that I have for this podcast is affecting the time that I have for other things. And that wouldn't be an issue, except I struggle with an undiagnosed chronic fatigue. I literally have to take naps in the middle of the day to get through my work day uh, to stay productive for the afternoon hours. And if I don't get that nap, I can feel it. I sometimes can't keep my eyes open. Um, And so it's just something that is a part of who I am that I I'm trying to accept and embrace and live through. Of course, I will be speaking with a professional to see if it's something that can be changed. Um, But one step at a time right now, I'm focusing on my hip um, and getting that fixed. Right now, it's looking like it's going to be an outpatient surgery, but I might not actually be um, a wheelchair user like I thought I might have to become. So there's hope there. All of this to say, I want to bring people peace and joy and entertainment. And I really want to try again with my YouTube channel of making videos where I can be myself and try new things. But I don't want to give up on this podcast if there are so many of you who enjoy it. I'm just looking for feedback. And so that's why I am creating a survey monkey. It will be completed by the time this episode is posted, but I'm really looking for feedback of, did you like season one versus this season, season two? Season three, if I do it, will probably be focused more on the um, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, unless I get feedback that people like the way that this is going now. I'm trying to reach 100 episodes, so that will take us into a third season, and then 
at that point, I think I will take a break from the podcast. Um, so that's kind of where I am right now. I don't know if I should take that break at the end of season two, leave it sort of in my mental mind of unfinished at 75 episodes, um, or if I should push through, get to the hundred where I really feel like there is a clear designated end and then go from there. Again, I do love this podcast. That's why this decision is so difficult. If I didn't enjoy it, if I didn't love it, it would be so much easier to just stop doing it. And I'm certainly going to continue through and finish to the second season. And even if I take the break, I might pick it back up. I'm, I'm, you know, never say never. I'm not saying that this is a, I'm stopping forever. I just want to try expressing myself in different ways but right now it, it is very difficult with the the time management aspect i work a full-time day job that i often work overtime for i am still doing freelance voiceover work uh, which isn't enough to support me full-time but it is regular work and that also takes time um, and then i i have this podcast i enjoy running a youtube channel with my sister and I'm also in a choir from my church, and I am part of Transfiguring Adoption, which is another nonprofit organization. Um, I work there as a volunteer. I'm not an actual staff member there. And, uh, and I'm also in uh, two other volunteer groups. Um, and so, again, it just kind of takes a lot, and, uh, and I need me time. I need time to just sit and relax. Um, because when I don't give myself that time, my mental health suffers. And then it's just like a, a house of stacked cards, you know? If, if that foundation is not firm, it all comes crumbling down. And uh, that almost happened a few, few weeks ago when I took that break from the podcast. Um, I really had to kind of rebuild my card deck, <laughs> my card house, and um, so I'm in a good place now. Thank goodness. You don't have to worry. It's okay. Um, but just letting you know where I am. Uh, I have spoken long enough on this. I just wanted to give you honest feedback of where I am. Um, sometimes if we don't speak up, people assume, you know, that we're confident and just kind of, you know, going on with the status quo. So I just wanted to say that I am always reflecting on this podcast, what I can do to make it strong for the most amount of people that would enjoy it and really where to go from here. And so I keep, um, I keep toying with, with what I should do. So there are a few options. Please give me your opinion on the survey monkey. If you are not comfortable with filling out a survey, I welcome an email at readingwithcarrie at gmail.com. Again, that will also be in the description. Um, but I really do ask sincerely for your feedback one way or the other, um, as I'm really, really needing that right now. So, uh, but without further ado, let's start with a brief mindfulness exercise. This exercise is the senses. Five, four, three, two, one. We are going to focus on one at a time, but first let's start with a brief breathing exercise. Close your eyes and breathe deeply with a pause on an inhale all the way in and a pause as you finish exhaling all the way out. Remember to center on the here and now 
focus on the breath passing in your lungs through to the heart. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold it, out, two, three, four, feel the breath enter through your nostrils or in your mouth, through your throat, into your lungs, or maybe deep below into your diaphragm tummy area. And exhale, feel the air leave your body. Take a moment to feel where you are in your position, whether you're laying down or seated. Feel where your hands are, what your fingertips are feeling. If your hand is out relaxed, Maybe put two fingers together, your thumb and your middle finger, and just gently rub them together and feel that sensation. Where are your feet? Can they be grounded on what you're sitting on or on the floor? Or maybe you're laying all the way down and you can just feel your heels laying on the bed. Just feel grounded and sink deeper into the bed or into the chair or on the ground, wherever you are. Relax your shoulders as you breathe deeply in and deeply out. Now, open your eyes and focus on what's around you. We're going to follow a pattern. So first, Pick five things around you of one color. The first color your eye catches, red, blue, green, doesn't matter. Just whatever your eye catches. Focus on five things of that same color. If you're colorblind, try to find items that have the same shade of gray. They look like they would be the same color. I know that might be hard. Okay, did you find five things? Now let's listen for four different sounds. Can you hear your breathing? Is your stomach gurgling? Maybe you can hear a clock or a bird chirping. I'll give you a little time so you can hear that. Although I guess my voice could count too. Now without moving, so this might be kind of tricky, pick three things to touch. If you're in a bed, maybe touch the sheets and touch a pillow and maybe your nightstand. Or if you're sitting at a desk, touch the chair. Is there maybe a drink next to you you can touch? Really take a moment with each of these three items and feel the sensation that they give your fingertips. Is it smooth? Is it soft? 
Is it rough and grainy? If you can't find a third item, just run your hand along your arm. Remember that you probably have the phone right next to you. Or a mouse if you're on the computer. Okay. And now this one, it, it gets trickier as we go along. This one, we're going to pick two smells. You can move around for this one if you want to. We're trying to find two smells in the room. And you're going to find an item maybe, maybe some perfume or a food item if you're eating. Maybe you have a drink nearby. I'm drinking coffee and it has a hazelnut flavor in the back. So I get the lovely coffee ground smell and the sweetness of the hazelnut. You can smell your pillow or if you have a pet. I always like sniffing my dog's fur. <laughs> Might be a little weird, but she's so comforting. Her feet emanate this nice snuggle smell, is what I call it. Once again, you can use your body if you need to. Maybe smell your armpit. <laughs> we can have fun while we're doing this. We don't have to be so serious. Are these smells sweet or sour to you? So if you can, pick up the item... And just smell it for about 30 seconds. Just try to describe it. Okay. And now we're going to pick one thing to taste. It can be a food item or a drink, maybe some gum or a candy. If food is a trigger for you, you absolutely do not have to do this. You can also taste the air if there's nothing around. Again, it might be silly, but you can stick your tongue out really wide and wag it in the air or breathe in deeply. Can you taste anything on the air? If you are okay to go ahead and do the last taste, we're going to take a sip or a bite of whatever your food item is and let it settle on your taste buds. Close your eyes, take it all in. Just take about 30 seconds to really feel it. Dance in your mouth, play on your tongue. Is it squishy? Is it hard? Is it moist? Is it dry? Is it sweet? Is it sour? What different flavors can you taste? Just sit with it for a moment. Okay, and we're done. Congratulations, you finished the five senses exercise. I always like to indulge in a nice long sigh. It just always helps me feel relaxed. So let's take a deep inhale. And outward sigh. Mmm, that's nice. And now here's the story. The Three Little Pigs, retold by Flora Annie Steele. 
Once upon a time, there was an old mother pig who had three little pigs and not enough food to feed them. So when they were old enough, she sent them out into the world to seek their fortunes. The first little pig was very lazy. He didn't want to work at all, and he built his house out of straw. The second little pig worked a little bit harder, but he was somewhat lazy too, and he built his house out of sticks. Then they sang and danced and played together the rest of the day. The third little pig worked hard all day and built his house with bricks. It was a sturdy house, complete with a fine fireplace and chimney. It looked like it could withstand the strongest winds. The next day, a wolf happened to pass by the lane where the three little pigs lived, and he saw the straw house, and he smelled the pig inside. He thought the pig would make a mighty fine meal, and his mouth began to water. So he knocked on the door and said, Little pig, little pig, let me in, let me in. But the little pig saw the wolf's big paws through the keyhole, so he answered back, No, 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 not by the hairs on my chinny-chin-chin. Then the wolf showed his teeth and said, Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. The wolf opened his jaws very wide and bit down as hard as he could. But the first little pig escaped and ran away to hide with the second little pig. The wolf continued down the lane and he passed by the second house made of sticks. And he saw the house and he smelled the pigs inside and his mouth began to water as he thought about the fine dinner they would make. So he knocked on the door and said, Little pigs, little pigs, let me in, let me in. But the little pigs saw the wolf's pointy ears through the keyhole, so they answered back, No, 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 not by the hairs on our chinny-chin-chin. So the wolf showed his teeth and said, Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. So he huffed, and he puffed, and he blew the house down. The wolf was greedy, and he tried to catch both pigs at once, but he was too greedy and got neither. His big claws clamped down on nothing but air, and the two little pigs scrambled away as fast as their little hooves could carry them. The wolf chased them down the lane, and he almost caught them, but they made it to the brick house and slammed the door closed before the wolf could catch them. The three little pigs were very frightened, and they knew the wolf wanted to eat them, and that was very, very true. The wolf hadn't eaten all day, and he had worked up a large appetite chasing the pigs around, and now he could smell all three of them inside, and he knew that the three little pigs would make a lovely feast. So the wolf knocked on the door and said, Little pigs, little pigs, let me in, let me in. But the little pigs saw the wolf's narrow eyes through the keyhole, so they answered back, No, 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 not by the hair on our chinny-chin-chins. So the wolf showed his teeth and said, Then I'll huff. And I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. Well, he huffed and he puffed. He puffed and he huffed. He huff-huffed and he puff-puffed. But he could not blow the house down. At last, he was so out of breath that he couldn't huff and couldn't puff anymore. So he stopped to rest and thought a bit. But this was too much. The wolf danced about with rage and swore he would come down the chimney and eat up the little pigs for his supper. But while he was climbing onto the roof, the little pig made a blazing fire and put on a big pot full of water to boil. Then, just as the wolf was coming down the chimney, the little piggy pulled off the lid and plop, in fell the wolf into the scalding water. So the little piggy put on the cover again, boiled the wolf up, and the three little pigs ate him for supper. 
Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. But for now, let's prepare your mind and body for some much-needed rest. Start by checking in with your body and making sure you are as comfortable as possible. Place the tip of your tongue on the tissue right behind the top front teeth. Slowly exhale and empty the lungs of air. Through the nose, breathe in quietly for four seconds. Three, four. Hold the breath for a count of seven seconds. Five, six, seven. Purse your lips and exhale forcefully through the mouth, making a whoosh sound for eight seconds. Six, seven, eight. If you need to, you can repeat this cycle up to four times, but any more than four, and you might start to feel lightheaded or dizzy. Remember that if you find it too difficult to hold your breath on the count of seven, you can use a shorter cycle of two seconds breathing in, hold your breath for 3.5 seconds, and exhale for four seconds. Good night and sleep well, my friend.